TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. What is the lesson for the Bears coming out of the Sunday championship games? Is there a formula to these teams that applies to the Bears in any way? Well, I don't know that there's a great formula about the two teams that got through. I don't know that the Bears can copy something to make sure they're on that list. You know, they blew it with Mahomes already. So (laughs) you're not getting that guy, and that guy got him to the Super Bowl. That's the truth. He gets you to the Super Bowl. It's tough. uh, It's tough for them. It's tough for Pittsburgh. Mitch can't do that. Um, Anyway, then you look at, at what they have. I thought to myself, if they wanted to become the Niners, then they hang on to fields and they gather all these players and they try to have some of the uh, the best skill position players. You know, Debo Samuel just, is an amazing talent. Just for all pro well, weapons. This is what I'm saying. That was the only takeaway that I had. Maybe you could live uh, with this team now if you could pick up three more all pros. And by the way, their defense is awful good too. So I, I don't know. It, it's it's a fascinating Super Bowl. We'll get into it. But you got, you know, the best player in the league against the uh, most unlikely starting quarterback in the league. And get what's around them versus what that particular position can do. It's fascinating. Well, could you make the argument after the two games that defenses still win championships? Because, I mean... Maybe in the AFC. Well, but again, think of what the 49ers did in the second half. I mean, the, the defense had to stop those fourth-down conversions. I mean, I mean, the one went right through the guy's hand. So, I mean, they, they probably should have catched the damn ball. and, and you make It's that. harder to make that argument with the 49ers only because of what Mully said. When they have four all-pro weapons on offense, that kind of is the way you win championships. But I okay. I, I'm just saying. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking point. for something that Bears yeah, fans and the Bear like the Bears defense people felt played the second half, especially when Eberflus began calling the plays. And we're going to get into that in more in a minute. A, a little bit. I'm just looking. I'm looking for no, something I, I, to hang your hat on. I, but then the, the argument, it's, David, it's to what you just said is, and we can have to get into this right now. But then the argument to me then would be that's that's why you keep Justin Fields so that you could potentially go get some more future All Pros around him because you got one right now. You got I, one, and he's our guy. I, you got one yeah, now. Moore, add right. add add two more by keeping Fields and getting three first round picks for him and. 
Well, I understand that argument, and I think that is one many people may make coming out of this weekend. You could look at it a couple different ways, and then somebody would argue, well, you know what, Lamar Jackson, that style of play in a quarterback in the playoffs is not going to work, and people would want to apply whatever they saw to whatever argument they want to make. Here's the, here's the big picture one I think, though, is that if you're the Bears and you're looking at what you just accomplished and who you have and who you brought back, Steve Spagnuolo was the star yesterday, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. We can talk about Mahomes and, and Kelsey, and they're great, and they are, they, they're the reason, and Andy Reid, of course. But Steve Spagnuolo called a game that confused Lamar Jackson, that, that made the Ravens look like they weren't the best team in the AFC playing at home in an AFC championship game. You could lean into that idea about how defenses can, you know, maybe put you on the verge of winning a championship if you push the right buttons. You know, if the Chiefs, if you look at their personnel defensively, they've got some nice pieces. Do they have four all-pro players at different positions? No. But collectively, they're very good and dangerous because they, they, they're multiple in their looks. They have a pass rush that, that can get to the quarterback and create takeaways. They created takeaways at the best, most opportune times. In the end zone. It's nice to have a fumble recovered in the end zone and then interception in the end zone. So they, they rise to the occasion. So if you're looking for a takeaway from from the Bears' perspective is that you keep building on that defense when you stress takeaways and you play that well in big moments, you can get to where you want to go if you can do the other part of it and have a, an offense that's going to score enough points to matter. I, I just I wonder if the Ravens had executed – the way they did most of the year like fumbling on the goal line is it that that play for them to get the ball out of that that was unbelievable i know but see if if, if that were a bear game we'd say the bears created that takeaway see right no but but i'm saying i feel like that was i don't feel like it was like they created it. i feel like it was an unfortunate fumble uh by zay flowers the the interception why are you throwing into well, triple that coverage? That was a bad throw, but the the fumble was punched out of his. his it, it was his, knocked his out of his hand. I know as he's diving for it. But if you don't lose those fifteen yards, if you're close, I'm just yeah. saying they misstepped on that drive, and it led to uh, just that's a disaster when yep. the when you when you have that kind of a, a sudden change in that moment, and you feel like finally here we come, we're going to win this game. Damn it! How did that happen? And then you get down there again. You throw a pick. I, I mean, what are you doing throwing into triple coverage at that spot? It was just dumb, and I felt it was on the quarterback more than the the, the defender. And I'm not trying to deviate from the question. That's Stacy Dale. She'll be here at nine, fresh off a return trip from the NFC title game. What did you think of the Bears hiring longtime NFL assistant Eric Washington as the new DC? Was he the best coach available or just the one most willing to take the job without it, including calling the signals? Well, he's a well-respected assistant coach, and he's been around for a long time. I, I think that all along we have said that the, defense, the defensive coordinator position for the Bears is going to be one that isn't going to merit as much attention or scrutiny as the offensive coordinator for obvious reasons. The defensive coordinator is in place. He's the head coach. He's going to call signals. It's going to be his defense. Nobody's going to say next year if the Bears are able to get to the postseason, which should be their goal, that they did it by virtue of Eric Washington's defense. This is going to be Matt Eberflus's defense. That's the way it works when you have a defensive-minded head coach. D'Amico Ryan's in Houston. 
You know, Sean McDermott in Buffalo. Eric Washington comes to Chicago, a known commodity. He was here, has it been here before? He's a product of the Lovey Smith, Ron Rivera tree, if you will. He knows different types of defenses. He can be multiple, he can be flexible. And apparently he must not have a big ego because he's not going to be calling signals and it doesn't matter to him. He's joining the staff. He's intent to make a difference. He's going to be coaching a very good defensive line. I can see why he would want to be part of this Bears defensive staff because they're going to be pretty good. I think part of it might be the defensive line coaching aspect of this as well. That's not necessarily what uh, Eberflus uh, does. He's more like the linebackers coach you know, from his past experiences. Um, they've got a good secondary coach. Maybe this also was a bit of an upgrade at that position. Um, you know, there was a rumor on, I think it was Friday after we left, that they the Bears were going to talk to Joe Barry, the former Packers defensive coordinator. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, no. Like, usually I'm a big, like, you know, take a guy from the division and weaken them. No, 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 uh-uh, no, no, please not Joe Barry. No. So, and listen, Eberflus said he's going to call the plays, but maybe Eberflus, maybe Eberflus says, if I don't call the plays, I like having this guy available to call the place. It's not set in stone that, that he couldn't relinquish it potentially. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot there, and I think the fact that he's been here before also helps. Yeah. I agree with that, Dustin. I, I think that the fact that he's been here helps a little bit. Um, you know, nice guy, good teacher, uh, guy that is going to do communicate, and the head coach is going to, lean on him for that stuff and let he'll let the players know what they want and how they want it done. But you're right. Anything goes awry with the defense, anything goes awry in the game, it's going to be on the head coach because he's the play caller. Um, I, I think some people would love that sort of a job. And, and if you brought in uh, Joe Barry, I, I heard that rumor as well, Dustin, and I thought to myself, well, he's not calling plays. They're not asking him to call plays, and he's been – uh, in this scheme for a very long time. I, I, it didn't really – I think David pointed it out, which we've said all along, that because you have a play caller, because you have effectively head coach slash defensive coordinator, this is more a role for someone to fit in with their personality rather than with their play calling ability, right? It, it, you can come up with something, you can make suggestions, but – you're not actually doing all the work within the game. So I, I think that this will work out fine because it's basically a limited role that Matt Eberflus is filling as DC. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'm not answering your questions. <laughs> Do you like the Cubs signing right handed reliever Hector Neris? One year, nine million. Does it matter he's 34, given his performance with the uh, Phillies and with the Astros over the last five or six years? No, I don't think his age comes into play. They signed him to a one-year, $9 million deal. There is some, you know, buyout chance for two years. Team option. Yep. Team option. But So you'll see how well you're – listen, you know, it is an underrated thing they're doing here. They are signing guys that are going to help their bullpen – and they've got a guy as the manager now who's renowned for his use of bullpen pieces. So you get him another piece. And and this could this be a closer's role? Who knows? But I think it's more a guy that you know is is gonna he can strike some people out. You can get outs from him. And if you're in tough situations, he's been around a long time. And you can put him in and he will help you immediately. So I think this is a guy they're going to use in multiple different spots, not necessarily just a closer role, but he'll be a guy they lean on. He can pitch a lot of innings. He can strike people out, and he's done very well. I think it's a great signing. I think they've made some sneaky good moves uh, in their bullpen so they're not just relying on young guys. The Cubs' bullpen is now better on paper than it was going into spring training last year. And the Cubs' bullpen was an issue last year. Right. We don't know right now what his role exactly is other than to take the ball in a high-leverage situation and get guys out. He, he, he has been there, and he has done that. The Phillies and the Astros also have been two teams that have had a say in postseason baseball over the last couple of years. So he's been there and done that. I don't know that he's the ninth inning guy. I don't know that the Cubs know that who the ninth inning guy is. And maybe it's going to be like last year going into the season when Tommy Hadovy told you guys, you know, we're looking, the Cubs, we, the Cubs, are looking for somebody to go ahead and grab that role. And Alzale did grab that role at one point last year. Maybe, but right now, I think, I think right now the Cubs feel pretty good about their bullpen. Now, how do they feel about third base? And who's hitting the ball out of the ballpark? Yeah, it's a different Two story. things, it's a different yeah, it's take a different for a different day. But for today, the good news is, I think this is a really friendly, money-wise deal, and I, I like it a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to like. I mean, Hector Neris is a high-leverage late-inning reliever, or he could be a high-leverage mid-inning reliever. Right. You give him the ball, he'll take it, whether it's the sixth inning or the ninth. I don't know that you have as many defined roles with Craig Collinsell as you might think with a typical manager, especially when he doesn't have a guy like Josh Hader down there or Devin Williams, these kind of obvious things. Maybe somebody will emerge. Maybe that will be Alzali again. This was a smart 
smart economical signing for the Cubs because he comes the last three years. He's had at least 70 appearances or more. He's durable. It doesn't matter about his age. These bullpen guys they can age pretty well. Also, Joe Girardi was on Inside the Clubhouse on Saturday. He managed him in Philadelphia. One thing he said I'm going to remember, he said, Neris is one of those guys that you have to tell him no because he's not going to tell you no. He's going to take the ball whenever you want it. You want a guy like that in the bullpen. The only thing now left for the bullpen, Dustin, I think you mentioned it, they've got a lot of good pieces, a lot to feel good about. Get a lefty. You need a guy. The reverse splits thing with right-handers, and we went through that last year. Let's just have the Cubs get a lefty that they can trust down there. Oh, I think any question, David, is a fair question. Voice of Steve Stone with a report. The Mariners have entered trade talks for Dylan Cease. What do you think of Chris Gatz discussing his conversation with Cease this past Saturday right here on The Score on Inside the Clubhouse? You know, I've had a lot of conversations with him in the last couple weeks, you know, because I know his name has really been out there um, and people have been speculating moves and, you know, unsurprisingly, um, Dylan C said, you don't need to worry about me. I get, I get, you know, I, every single day I knock out what's in front of me and I just want to be the best baseball player I can. Your reaction to what you just heard there from Chris Getz. Chris Getz had a good interview, thought he was very uh, enthusiastic about what's ahead, even though it will be a rebuild. I didn't sound like a guy that was committed to Dylan C's being here. And that's smart. I think you've got to, you got to understand where things are and why you can't keep him necessarily. Bruce is convinced he's going to be dealt by opening day. I don't know. I think if you go into the season, there are going to be teams that would be more desperate nearer the deadline. That will be the balancing act. But I did not hear a general manager say no when asked directly about whether or not he plans to trade Cease and, and you know the untouchable question that he addressed. I think Cease is probably on the way. The Mariners getting involved. It's a nice little addition because they do have some young arms the Sox might be interested in. Well, the Mariners are definitely somebody that they like to do business. They like to make trades. They, they've got a pretty good young farm team. They're a team that's right on the verge, perhaps, of doing something. So this does make a lot of sense. I, I am um, I'm of two minds on this. I, in my heart, know that he's not staying, that they're going to trade him and they're going to do it pretty quickly. I know that Pedro Fall came out and said that he's already told him he's going to start opening day and he's ready for it. So that means he won't be here. Um, <laughs> so I, I, you know, what gets, this is how we're going to judge him. We're going to judge him on the deal that he gets for Dylan Cease, on the players he's already procured and some of the moves that they've made. So um, we'll figure out how good he is based on the return. And he had apparently been asking for their top, or top, whatever, what is it, for the top 10 prospects. Is that what, is that still the going rate? And if you get one of those, they got two pitchers, you would like to choose one of them and then get three more guys or a couple more guys with, uh, with high quality expectations connected to them. I'm not happy about them trading Dylan Cease, but I think it's inevitable because he's got a lot going against him uh, in terms of the White Sox looking at his future, uh, mainly his agent. And they know they're not willing to pay what it would cost to keep him. And so you trade him now and you presumably will get more than if you traded him next year. Okay, let's see it happen. 
Um, and and maybe if they can get some nice bidding going, they can make a couple calls. Maybe they get somebody else involved. But it, there's a lot to be done before that happens. Yeah. Um, and I just I I wish him well. I'm talking about uh, Chris Getz in terms of the deals that he makes because that's really how we're going to look at it. Cease would look good in the South Loop, but I fear he's headed to the Pacific Northwest. There you go. That's nice. Look at you. Uh. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 